These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss One Crazy Summer. And as you know, this is our last meeting before summer break, so make sure to stick around to the end for our new schedule and have a good summer. Hello, and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your hosts, John. And Megan. Always and Mm -hmm. forever. Aww. (laughs) Like me and you. Yeah. What else? Cute. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's going on? Our child turned one year old. Yeah, she had a really cool birthday party. I don't know how any other one-year-old could top that. She had fun. Uh, she went all in on the cake. I feel like probably not as crazy as some babies, but she, I think she was a nice middle ground. You know, yeah. she wasn't like shoving it in her diaper, but she did face plant it at one point. It, that was cute too. Yeah. <laughs> it had like, so we did a toy story themed birthday for her. So her little smash cake was, um, it just had <laughs> stars on it and then a cowboy hat on the top. And she picked the cake up by the cowboy hat. <laughs> she did. It was awesome. <laughs> and ripped that cowboy that hat real, off. That was real strength. <laughs> oh, but she had fun. She got lots <laughs> of cute toys and clothes and some books for her library. Yeah, she got a couple of uh, well, a couple of cards. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, more people showed up than we planned. Yes. But somehow, okay, so we had, we, for food, because it was kind of the middle of the day, it was past, a little past lunch, mm-hmm. like, well, well, we'll have actual food food. So we did a potato bar, which <laughs> it was just baked potatoes and a million toppings, like whatever you would want to put on a baked potato. It yeah, was there. all because you guys really hate Mr. Potato Head. I did. I hate him so much. Flames? <laughs> flames? <laughs> no, I hate him. And we... No, and potatoes. What are you looking at, you hockey puck? (laughs) Potatoes sounded good. It was like a slur. Oh, goodness sakes. That's what it was. It was. was. I mean, truly, it was. But (laughs) um, we have so many potatoes left, and we have not one, not two, but three (laughs) cakes in our home now from where we made her a cake on her actual birthday. And then for her birthday party, she had her smash cake and then the cake for everyone. I'm... You did really good on that, that smash cake you made for her. Thank you. It was you. really pretty. Thanks. I thought I did okay. Even though the video we took of her blowing out her candle on her actual birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I knew oh, she was going to do it. No. I knew she was going to do it. She reached out to grab the flame on the candle. Mm-hmm, and just I like ripped, Queen's And I ripped her hand back Take really fast. Hold on the flame. <laughs> she went for it, too. So in the video, you see me snatch her hand up real quick, and she starts sobbing. I'm like, yeah, oh, it was, God. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. So Monster. <laughs> she only cried for like a minute. She picked it back up once I shoved cake in her mouth. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> I had to explain pe- to people, too. I'm like, I had nothing to do with that. I was the one holding. Oh, my so God. I, c- I couldn't be blamed. Anyway, uh, what else? So this past weekend, we did... An it's, escape room, I guess. It's not. It's weird how you can call it an escape room. I didn't understand that part of it. So. It's like a. It's it, like escape Terre Haute, but aren't we all? <laughs> really? <laughs> it was really just like a, it was like a, a search and seek. It, it was like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. It was a city, a downtown scavenger hunt where it was virtual on your phone and you had like points that you had to go to and pick up clues and solve riddles and stuff it was alice in wonderland themed it was actually pretty cool i thought it was fun i mean it could have been cooler if your stupid mom would have gave us all the details oh for god's sakes apparently you could have won prizes and stuff if i didn't yeah i didn't know me and your sister if we would have known that we were being like put into this pool with all these other people and you got ranked Mm mm-hmm I would have tried a lot harder, and we wouldn't have let the kids play I, so much. I would have ditched the kids, for yes. sure. <laughs> Wait, they I, were just slowing me down. <laughs> we finished 21st. Yeah. That's a, Ugh, a still wasn't miserable last, 21st. <laughs> I, I don't know how many people played. Oh, and you got 
prizes like if you dressed up and stuff and i was like that would have been really cool to find yeah, out people showed up all decked out i was like wow you guys really like alice in wonderland and right. i found out later it's because they were giving away prizes for best dressed groups and i'm like god dang it yeah like you know how many freaking people we saw dressed as tweedledee and tweedledum mm-hmm. and then we were, we were with the real one uh, what? yeah your mom and dad <laughs> oh, i would say me because me and kelsey because we're twins no i'm just going with your mom and dad okay that's fine uh Anyway, <laughs> if and you may have something like it in your your town, if you check it out, it's clued up and that's C-L-U-E-D-D mm-hmm. up games. They hosted it. It's an app you can download. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was just way too hot. I think um, it was OK. Actually, the start of the day wasn't too bad, but it got warmer as the day went on. Um, I'm sorry. It, it's C-L-U-E-D clude and then mm-hmm. upp two p's not up yeah, yeah. Two i got you clued up with two p's check it out you may have something in your town and you didn't even know it yeah alice in wonderland it was it was different yeah but it was fun it got us out and i got sunburnt for the whole hour and a half we were outside <laughs> but real talk it was not better than the one we did in uh tennessee oh yeah that was like a classic escape room that was so fun and I was great at it. I'm ready to do another one. I am too. An actual escape room. <laughs> I know. And Jordan was even good at it. She found one of the clues. She did because she pulled up that rug. <laughs> Not even just that. She's the one that found the water. Oh, yeah. Because she had me chasing her around the room. <laughs> anyway, enough about us. It's summertime. <laughs> summertime is the only thing. <laughs> um so we're going to keep with our summer theme we're definitely in the mood it's the vibe is right i know i really want to just record on a beach (laughs) i wish we're so close to a vacation it's sickening i know and then i looked at the schedule and i was like oh it's still like two to three weeks it is is like three weeks away (laughs) but we will be on vacation soon enough just a small one not we're not going anywhere like exotic but no we won't be here (laughs) exotic like like what is it like ranch like ranch dressing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i haven't watched bob's burgers in a minute uh-uh show really fell off because i don't know just stopped being good i don't know i mean it's repetitive kind of just the same shtick all these other shows updated and they're way better now i, I some of them stick some of them don't i don't know like i love american dad it never uh, yeah. gets old even though I know it's like the same thing. It's, I don't know, whatever. As a matter of fact, it going to TBS made it an even dirtier show. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Because these yeah. new seasons are insane. All right, well, back to the movie we're covering this week. We're not covering that one. Huh? You said back to the movie. I was going to say back to the future, but that's not the one we're covering. Oh, no, no, no. We are covering a fun movie. It's an 80s. It's so 80s. It's wonderful. I don't know the exact year. John's going to hit us with it, but we are covering yeah. One Crazy Summer. Yeah. Woo. So good. Mm-hmm. A freaking great soundtrack. We'll get there. Oh. <laughs> I'm a big John Cusack person, too, so this is just way up my alley. What year did this actually come out? 1986. I was gonna. I you should just let me guess. I knew it in my heart. I well, knew how do you ask and then just <clears throat> have me answer it? I don't know because I didn't want to say it and you give me crap. But I was. It'll be all right. Do you want a synopsis first, or do you want me to go right into stuff? Let's get a synopsis first. Synopsis. Okay. After graduating from high school, art school hopeful Hoops McCann, that's John Cusack, struggles to complete his application to the rhode island school of design resigning himself to a summer of boredom mccann agrees to go to wait what now mccann agrees to go oh along with his best friend george calamari his last name's calamari <laughs> i guess john. i only hear him get called george <laughs> joel murray which is uh bill murray's youngest brother we'll get to the cast in a minute hold on on a family trip to Nantucket, Massachusetts, which we have that planned in the future. Nantucket, At, yeah. Yeah. After McCann and Calamari meet rockin' distressed Cassandra, Dem, that's Demi Moore, <laughs> it suddenly looks like it's going to be one crazy summer. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rocker in distress. Come I, on. 
I mean, she is, I guess. She brought her own. She did that to herself. I, I don't know. I guess starving artists, it's a thing. That's what they do. We can call it that. <laughs> All right. You ready to dive on in? Yeah. So what, you said this was rated PG? Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah, there's nothing dirty about it. I, I guess. Kissing? There's like a little bit of violence, cartoon violence. They're cartoons. So? It's not real. It doesn't matter. Oh, Meg, get off your throne. Anyway, Go on. <laughs> this movie's also a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Which I, I definitely agree with. It's more comedy than romance, I think. Even though it has that whole like stereotype of the, su- of the summer romance. Yeah. Great cast, though. Yeah. We have, uh, like I said, John Cusack as Hoops. Uh, Demi Moore as Cassandra. Yeah, which uh, is this our first John Cusack? No, it's not. We did Better Off Dead. So we, yeah. And we've also covered Demi Moore before, so mm-hmm. we'll just skip on past them. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwaite in that voice mm-hmm. as one of the Stork twins. This also is not our first Bobcat movie. We did Scrooged. Shoot. Yeah, we did. I like being you know? <laughs> I did uh, a pretty good Bobcat. He plays a- Egg Stork. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I said Joel Murray. He's George Calamari. Bill Murray's younger brother. You can tell, too, because he has that same Chicago-like lingo that Bill Murray carries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who else do we have? Curtis Armstrong plays Ack-Ack Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. Which he... Is this our first movie with him? No, because he was in Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also voices Snot in American Dad. Yes, he's very funny in that. Um... Well, let's see. That's our child in the yeah. background laughing. Sorry, we both got quiet. The other stork twin is played by Dom Vill- Tom Villard, mm-hmm. which I don't really know what else he's been in. He's just kind of... Grease 2. Grease 2. He plays... Oh my God, I think we're going to throw up. Okay, that okay. That's yeah. right. Jeremy Piven. His, who's that's like John, right. Yeah, he's like John Cusack's best friend in her life. Uh-huh. So, of course, he's in this. Um, yeah, there's a couple other people. Um, Matt Mer- Mulhern plays Teddy Beckerstead, the son. <laughs> and Mark Metcalf <laughs> plays... Mark Metcalf is Aguila. Yeah, Beckerstead. Yeah, he's pretty much known for Animal House, and he was in the Twisted Sister videos. Yeah. Yeah, I want to rock. Hey, and we're um, not going to take it. William Hickey plays the dad, the grandpa Beckerstead. Who oh yeah, yeah. Was in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of people in this that you wouldn't think. Like I can't remember his name, but he was in Big Trouble in Little China. He's the one that's like lovely party. Oh, <laughs> they making talk with that accent. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know what his... Uh, there's a gnat. Sorry, that scared the heck out of me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and we didn't even talk about... Uh, Kimberly Foster <coughs> plays Cookie, which she's really not done a ton that I know of. She was cute, though. Cute and Demi Moore. Yeah, but she's also... I don't know. They just made her stereotypical, like... Hot blonde, just say it. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, so that's our cast. Give um, me more. What were those called? Cornrows, and they call them cornhus. Yes, but it wasn't <laughs> even. They called it that. It wasn't even really that. It was just braids. Like she had yeah. a, a braid in her hair. She had braids. A couple. A yep, lot. <laughs> okay, so how much did this movie cost? Weirdly enough, nine million dollars. I mean, it had a pretty big cast at the time. These but no people, one had like major names. John Cusack. He wasn't a major name, Megan. Really? No. I don't know. Like, this I is think the movie he's following. Movies Demi like six- Moore? No. In 86, maybe not. No, like, John Cusack would have done, like, uh, some kind of buddy movie or another, like, yeah, like 16 Candles and stuff like that. He wasn't a name yet. Did this come before or after Better Off Dead? Before. 
Okay. No, yeah. no, no. After. So after. this came out in 86. Better Off Dad came out in 85. <laughs> yeah, see. And then he did Say Anything in 89. So really, yeah, this was like his jumping off point. Better mm-hmm. Off Dead in um, One Crazy Summer. Because then Say Anything is going to like catapult him. I think Say Anything put him on a... On like a heartthrob kind of thing. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, he did other... other big movies he did like eight men out and stand by me stand by me he did this the same year mm-hmm. so <laughs> i i don't know what more to say he he was he was on his way yeah so i guess he wasn't quite there yet so nine million not too bad that's pretty good but the box office it, it made 13 so it really didn't do anything it oh. just made its money back <laughs> that sucks <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna share something different that we haven't done in a while. This movie had to open against some really good movies. Like Alien was on its tear. Mm-hmm. Like this. It was the number one movie at the box office. And then Karate Kid 2 was right behind it. Uh, Another movie that was tearing through the box office. Yeah, uh, this, this came is, out in August. Yeah, and this, is, this comes out like this, the week after Friday the 13th Part 6 comes out. Oh. <laughs> Jason yeah. Lives, my favorite in the series, by the way. Oh. But this is also when Top Gun was just on its way down, but it was still making too much money. Mm-hmm. It just, it's crazy. Howard the Duck, um, <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Maximum Overdrive, Short Circuit. There were Big Trouble in Little China, Stand By Me was just like on its climate, debuted the same freaking week. What a time to be alive. I know. So this movie had no shot. None whatsoever. Well... And it has it only has a runtime of an hour and twenty only has an hour runtime of hour and twenty nine minutes so it's nice it's right there in that pocket we like mm-hmm. um, I mean I feel like it's definitely gained more um, more of an audience after the fact but yeah definitely. it sounds like it just <clears throat> is just a unfortunate circumstance the movies it came out against it, the thing that hurts this movie the most is. There were so many action movies that were coming out. You couldn't do anything with this. Yeah. Well. Especially with like Karate Kid 2. It has action and it has romance. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's see. Is there anything else we need to touch on? We got the cast, budget. Oh, we should talk about Savage Steve Holland. Also did uh, Better, Better Off, Off Dead. Dead. Mm-hmm. He's a good director. It really sucks that... He kind of got away from directing because these were two fun films and you could definitely tell they're his work. Yeah. It's crazy to me, too. That this movie actually got released in the summer, like August 8th, 1986. Uh-huh. You would think because after we read some of these and when they came out, it's like, well, how does that make sense? <laughs> I mean, that that's summertime, August. Right. But no, I'm, I'm talking about how we talk about movies that come out and they never come out when they're around the time they should be. Oh, yeah, that's true. This actually came out when it should have. Definitely. So, now, what do you want to get into? You thinking about your top five? Yeah, I'm kind of going to go loosey-goosey again with it. I never, like, have it in any particular order. It's too hard for me (laughs) to do that, but I do have five moments, I suppose. I have five that I had two honorable mentions. I've been really good about doing this. Okay. So do you want me to go ahead and start first? or Yeah. Do you want to do honorable mentions first or do you want to do top five? Honorable mentions are last. You know that. Okay. Quit trying to mess it up like that. All right, Meg. <laughs> okay. I, God. And this is why I can't pick a favorite. I, <laughs> these are in no particular order. I just like these scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, That's what I had to do. I had to really break down what I love the most about the movie. I th- I think the first scene I'm going to go with is uh probably the one I we quote a lot maybe not the most but we quote a lot is um when Egg is talking to Akak about um how he okay so Egg the Stork Twins Are you the little fat boy that scene? Yes, you have Bobcat and then you have <laughs> the other guy I already forgot his name Villard uh Tom Villard they look nothing alike. Bobcat no. is short. 
a little squat. I mean, he's not a heavy guy, but he's a squattier guy. And then Tom is like really tall and lanky. You got curly black hair. But they're the stork twins. They're twins. Mm-hmm. And that's what they tell everybody. And there's a scene where they're talking about how they're they're very socially awkward. And he's talking, Bobcat's talking to Akak, <laughs> and he tells a story about the little fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> the little fat boy. And, and you know, everybody was all was mean. Oh. <laughs> he's like, were you the little fat boy? I know, he tells a no, story. No, like beat him up, yo. <laughs> yes, thank you for getting me off there. But yes, he, he's just telling the story about this fat kid who got made fun of and beat up in school all the time, and he felt really bad for him. And he starts getting real emotional, and Akak says... <laughs> egg were you the little fat boy <laughs> no but i like to beat him up a lot <laughs> say, why are you so fat <laughs> why are you so fat why are you so fat <laughs> that is hilarious that seems and it's so short and it, i don't know why it, it, he just it's at their uh the stork twins are mechanics and mm-hmm. it's at their They're good ones too it's at their garage and he's just <laughs> it, i think it's right after if i remember right his brother got a hit he got punched by teddy no, I think it was before that. Was it? Okay. That, yeah. Because they were just talking like real life because Akak just got kicked out of his house. Yeah. So he's just talking about how he's this little, or a story of a little fat kid, but it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That scene's pretty awesome. I went with the pool scene. Uh, I which... love where Teddy's, anytime Teddy's like, I got you with that. Oh, when he's screaming. <laughs> yes. Anytime that comes up, it's hilarious. <laughs> Is that the lobster scene? Is that yes. what you're about? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. I'll go out and do my laps. Oh my God, John. You've got to let calm I can't, down. I can't. That scene's just too good. Cookie awful is in a bathing this. suit and she's just <laughs> trying to get Teddy to do anything but just... <laughs> Swim? Yeah. Because Teddy like, and Cookie are still together. They're the it couple. You have Teddy, who's really well-to-do, drives his Corvette, has the super hot girlfriend. and He's very tall, blonde. He's, yeah. He's, a, he's definitely a jock. Yes. Yeah. And Cookie is trying to like... You have this really hot girlfriend sitting on the edge of the pool trying to hang out with you. And he's like, I'm swimming my laps. Yeah. Teddy, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love when they <laughs> dump the lobsters in the pool. It's just one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Teddy is also a big jerk and beats up the the stork twins and makes fun of hoops and ev- that whole group of, of people. They make fun of them. And so to get back at them, the stork twins come and Well, I think all of them, all four. Yeah. Let me break down how that whole thing okay. pairs. So <laughs> Teddy's uh, just hanging over the edge and Cookie's pissed off and he's trying to get her back in the pool. This is when the... Lobsters start moving to that end of the pool. He's like, oh, cookie, 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 cookie. <laughs> and he's like, ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, starts screaming, cookie, help. Uh-huh. And then he grabs her and pulls her in the pool. Remember yes. that? Yes, yeah. <laughs> the best part is when uh, they're getting out of the pool and he's got one like stuck to his crotch, one stuck to his nose, and she's got one just pinched her butt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they run off. He starts doing like, like rogue spears and stuff in the grass, <laughs> trying to get them off him. Uh-huh. And then the Stork Twins do that stupid dance. Yeah. Oh, man. Good scene. That one's pretty good. What was your next one? I think... The thing is, I don't even... Okay. (laughs) I will go with this scene. I don't know. I keep going back and forth between scenes. So there are these... There's this little girl who has a dog. She's not a big character, but it's uh, George's little sister and her dog. And the dog's name is Bosco. And Bosco is kind of just a mutt. He's really, whatever, a shaggy dog. And there are these two girls, because it's the last day of school for everyone. Elementary school's getting out. And there are these two girls who make fun of the girl (laughs) and her dog all the time. And they make faces at her and her dog and tell her, they say it's the dog from (laughs) Mars. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) insults were different. (laughs) Dog from space. They make those really ugly faces, too. Yuck. And the, the crossing guard tells him, you know, if someone hits the back of your head when you're making that face, it'll stick like that. I love how and she then, says it, too. They'll stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And the girls end up making fun of her and running off. But justice is served. See, I don't like those girls. I hate them. They're annoying. But justice is served (laughs) at the end of the movie because the girls are making fun of Bosco Mm because Bosco seriously got hurt and had to wear a cone Mm -hmm. and be all wrapped up. It was very sad. Bosco also has like bandages on and stuff a lot. Yeah. So the two little girls towards the end are making fun of Bosco. And the little sister walks up behind him and smacks them both in the back of the head and their faces get stuck. And it's terrifying. Or was on their back. Or on their backs, yeah. She hits their backs and their faces get stuck like that. And then they look terrifying. Uh, And everyone's scared of them. It's really gross. Oh, it's not even towards the end of the movie. It's when they're the beginning of the movie. They're on the boat headed over to Nantucket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, when they run back into them. And everyone on the boat screaming and running from the girls. (laughs) Deserved. Deserved. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. I love the dinner party scene where <laughs> Egg uh, is stuck in this Godzilla costume. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that so, one up. So Egg and his brother take these odd jobs around town because it's so cheap to film there that a lot of uh, horror movies get shot there. And one of these new ones is like this Jaws ripoff called, what was it called? Foam? Foam 2. Yes. It's about a killer dolphin with rabies. <laughs> Oh, what a great, great premise for a movie. But they do, they've got a, on set, they have a, like a trailer with a bunch of costumes in it. It just has a Godzilla. A Godzilla costume. (laughs) And then uh, he screws up because he's supposed to call and get a hold of Hoops to tell him that Teddy's leaving the party. So he has to run all the way across town in a in a Godzilla costume mm-hmm. to this party, and he's trying to hide in the bushes. <laughs> Remember when he grabs the cookies and he's like, "Oh, I think I will have a couple cookies." Then he realizes his mouth is a w- way away from the mouth of Godzilla, uh-huh. so he tries to toss him to the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, so, then the grandpa is smoking a cigar, and everybody tells him to pull it, put it out. So he just tosses it right into the m- mouth of Godzilla. He tosses it in the bushes where he's yes. hiding, and it goes in the mouth of this Godzilla costume. <laughs> so he starts flipping out, and he just... They've made this... Uh, the whole premise of the movie is Cassandra, who's Hoop's love interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's losing her grandparents' house, and the Beckersteads... Well, not all the Beckersteads. Aguila is trying to make this big restaurant and hotel mm-hmm. on the property. And he has this big presentation that he's doing. It's a very well-to-do thing. And this guy comes out from a bank for the presentation. Mm-hmm. And they have like a, a replica size yes. of what the restaurant and hotel is going to look like. And Egg tears that shit up. <laughs> as he Godzilla. goes stomping through the city. They play the Godzilla music with it. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this movie is very theatrical, over the top. Mm-hmm. Um well, because kind of like Better Off Dead. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just fun. It's just that's how he does it because he's got animation in this too that comes in and out of the movie, which we may talk Cheap about. Cheap fuzzy bunnies. Yeah, we may talk about as one of our points. But this is one. This is just one of my favorite parts because the guy he ends up finishing up the guy from I can't remember his name, but he was in. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, lovely party. And then oh. Aguila tries to choke him to death. And they give him that awful accent. Yeah. Or make him do the <laughs> awful accent. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. That was one of my scenes, too. So I may, I'll maybe come up with something else. But yeah, the Godzilla no, scene's a good one. we can still match them. We've done it before. Okay. Well, then I also What's stick with one? Godzilla. Okay. This one, again, with the overdramatic theatrical... <laughs> uh, moments from different characters there's one scene when they're actually on nantucket that they're on the beach and i mean they spend a lot of time on the beach but george they end up burying george in the sand with just his head sticking out i'm gonna say something (laughs) okay i might have to make that my next two because i totally forgot about that scene and that's like the best scene of the movie (laughs) it's one of them 
Okay, so they bury him up to his neck, and it's just his head sticking out. And then go up for save me for three chicks. Yeah, Cookie shows up, and her and her friends in their tiny bikinis, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna take the boat out. Do you want to go with us?" And hoops, and uh, I think it's Egg Brothers. Yeah, they're like, "No, it sounds like work." (laughs) That's so funny. You guys want to help these girls out or something? Yeah, he's like, "Do you want to help these ladies get their boat on the water?" And both the stork twins. Look at you trying to go, no, that sounds like work. <laughs> it's what like these line. girls who are f- being flirty and stuff, and they're just not picking yeah, it up. Yeah, these really attractive women. <laughs> but they got to carry an actual, like, like sailboat. Like a sailboat onto the water, yes. But Hoops ends up helping them, and... <laughs> They leave George for a second. The The point is everybody leaves George. And this <laughs> huge guy, this really overweight dude, comes with his chair and puts it right on top of George's head. With them big <laughs> headphones on so all he could hear was his music. He can't hear anything. Creed's Clearwater Revival. And he has a bunch of food with him. Like he has a bucket of chicken and he's hanging a chicken <laughs> wing over the edge and he keeps bouncing it. Oh, have a heart, dude. <laughs> George is trying to catch the chicken wing in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but then he pulls out a big can of beans and George oh, is like, chili. no, oh yeah, chili. Oh no, hey, but chili. <laughs> and the dude rips this huge part. <laughs> Kills him. <laughs> and they have to call an ambulance <laughs> and resuscitate him. Which and nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> no. The freaking ambulance guys started fighting. The two EMTs were like, you do it. <laughs> so it's this, um. It's this very over dramatic. Like the, he gets farted on, and they call an ambulance. So it's just a very over dramatic. That dude definitely scene. ripped it in his mouth. That's not the first time it happens to him either. To George? No. Remember he was trying to blow that thing up, and it got popped, and he ended up under that guy's chair again. Oh yes, yes, that's right. But yeah, that's that scene is so funny. When he's stuck under the big dude on the beach. That was funny. A good, good call, Meg. Thank you. Mine was the arrival to Nantucket. Okay. I really like uh, the whole scene where they're on the boat. Hoops is like cowering for his life. <laughs> you have, oh my gosh, what is, what's his name? Akak? Not Akak, no. Um, Joel Murray's name. I just forgot. George. I don't know how George. <laughs> He's like, chili dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Hoops is deathly afraid of the water mm-hmm. just from being a kid. And then they get to the island. You, this is where you get to meet all the characters. Teddy, the Stork Twins, Akak a little bit later. <laughs> and Hoops Hoops right off the bat is like enemies with Teddy. Teddy's mm-hmm. like, you touched my car. <laughs> what? You touched my car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever, ever, ever touch my car. He starts ever, bouncing ever. off the ground <laughs> yeah. and then hangs him on a hook. He does. Cookie's instantly... <laughs> attracted to hoops yeah i don't know i think she's just done with the super macho jock guy like she's sick of that i don't know she just she's she's hoping to get hooped oh oh lord (laughs) how many scenes have i covered was that three or how how many have we done yeah we got two more left there's still a couple more i had forgot about i know that's why we're coming down to the wire and I I also was I mean I had you touched my car was kind of one I was gonna cover, but <laughs> sorry no it's okay um it w- I was going in between it and other scenes so oh let me think because I know I think I do want to save one for last so I don't want to talk about you that. touched my car <laughs> I'll do the action okay the scene because I know what one I want to do last now mm-hmm. the scene where. I mean, okay, his name is, they call him Hoops, so you think he has to be good at basketball. Mm, yeah. So there's a scene where Teddy and his gang of guys, including, isn't, um, who's in that group of his friends? Oh, uh, Jeremy Piven. He's uh, Ty. That's right. You pointed that out to me. Yeah. He, um, um, Hoops, the reason why they call him Hoops is his dad was a big uh, basketball star. Well. That's what they explain. Teddy and his friends are like, you must be good at basketball. And they try to test him in this whole basketball theory. Cassandra pushes him into that. Yeah, she and she shows up earlier. It This is awful. She's in like none of my favorite scenes. No. I... <laughs> the whole and we've already told you Cassandra's parents are grandparents houses trying to be bought by the Beckersteads. Mm-hmm. She has she's trying to raise money to save their house so it doesn't get torn down. And she ends up running into hoops and his friends and kind of tags along and they become this 
kind of um group yeah just they start to fall for each other so that's how she's involved but truthfully she's in none of my favorite scenes but she is in this scene i i I like she's in this scene but she's not very pivotal to the scene that's a lie too you know it's in the second (laughs) second (laughs) all right demi moore you get one scene and it's this one it's where they try to get hoops to throw a couple of shots to see why they call him hoops and he sucks at it and but oh, they Cassandra, put money on it, don't they? Cassandra doesn't know that, and she's like, "I bet that he." Well, can. Hoops kind of led her to believe that he was good at basketball. Yeah, so she says she makes a bet that he can make the shots, and a hundred bucks says you don't. Yeah, and he misses every freaking shot badly. <laughs> He's not even close. <laughs> they made Akak into the hoop. They did. They hung him up by uh, the back of his shirt and made mm-hmm. him put his arms out. So he was a little hoop. And Teddy was drilling some crazy shots. Like he knocked one off his forehead. He did. <laughs> but then when Cassandra realizes she's messed up and hoops did not make mm-hmm. any of his shots, she says, Time to pay up. uh, yeah, and she tells, I can't remember her exact line, but she's like, I know, I know Dow. Dow. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and they said, what's, what's Dow? Dow? Dow, is the, uh, Dow is the chemical company that makes mace. And then sprays <laughs> them all in the face. That was a hell of a reach, too. Like, she got, all like, of she was them. painting all the house. Like, like, Mr. Miyagi taught her. <laughs> she ends up macing all these dudes and they take mm-hmm. off. So, uh, yeah, that's a good scene. I like that's that. That's also the scene that kind of breaks hoops away from her, too. Because from Cassandra, Cassandra. yeah, because she's like, a, she just thinks she can't trust him now. Oh, well, yeah. All right, so my next scene is the actual regatta. This is the finale. It's gonna be my last scene. <laughs> we there's a lot of good scenes to cover. All right, I'll find something else. I love the regatta. <laughs> this this opens with uh, them having to put all the well, that's something that needs to be covered. I didn't even talk about that. So the regatta is the only way they can get the house back, but they have to beat Teddy, and Teddy is not lost in five years. Uh huh. Teddy is uh, well known on the island as being like king of being able to win this race. Mm-hmm. They have people that come from everywhere to compete against them too. But I think this is the scene where you really get uh, like Hoops really becomes a man. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Well, the other thing he about actually hoops, drills a shot too. Yeah, the other thing about hoops being bad at basketball is that he also doesn't like water and doesn't like boats. No, and they ask him to do this for Gata, and then find out he's terrified of boats, and it's like, oh my god, you're just not good at anything. <laughs> he got over it though. He uh, got in a boat with Cassandra and got it in. That broke his fear. Oh lord, they didn't hook up. Yes, they did. Why? Well, I don't. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the whole regatta scene. It is kind of. I mean, um, you get a lot of montage back and forth watching them race, which That's, is fine. They also get a little dance sequence with a uh, yeah, on and around the world, and they have a little Odie on the front of <laughs> yeah. their boat with his tongue sticking out, <laughs> and they cut Odie's tongue off. They do, yeah. Uh, well, then I'll just piggyback off you. This I'll, it won't be my last Love scene. Love the regatta I'll, scene. Because at the end, when they need extra speed, they tell him to to blow the hatch. And he's like, I'm now blowing the hatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have an actual dynamite release. They did. And when they blow the hatch and they put their boat into like overdrive and it takes <laughs> off, um, Teddy's crew, they're like, what the heck do they got in that thing? How's it going so fast? And my you see car. Teddy like slowly take his sunglasses off. And he's like, my car. And the Stork yeah. twins took the engine out of his Corvette and put it in the boat. Yeah, because he hit the taller Stork twin. Yeah, he and punched it, it Ted in the egg face. over the edge. Mm-hmm. This seems so good. Did I just make that up? Huh? Is it Ted? Ted. No, it's not Ted because it's Teddy. I, no. The other Stork twin, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, the tall Stork twin. <laughs> This is a really good scene because Akak proves he's brave. Uh, Teddy's team knocks another crew member on another boat into the water. Pretty much knock him out. Mm-hmm. And Akak dives in to save him. Which uh, he's like a boy scout and his dad thinks he's worthless. And Right. Aguila tries to uh, sabotage Hoops' team. They he break brings, the halyard. Yeah. They destroy the halyard rope because he's 
trained with a crossbow <laughs> and he just shoots and just knocks out the halyard rope. Mm-hmm. So they get revenge. The little girl gets revenge by getting in the dolphin with rabies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> knocks that dude into the water. Theodore. <laughs> Yeah, and gets eaten by the rabies dolphin. <laughs> yes. It's a great finale to this movie because you have all of these things that come together. Uh-huh. They end up winning the race. Uh, the grandpa promises the house. Yes, they... Um, it's his money. Mm-hmm. He tells them that they can have it, that they don't need it. Mm. His son is dumb and... Yeah. <laughs> That was going to be my final moment, was the regatta. Oh, no. The best scene in the movie is coming. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your... What's your? I think then I'll throw out another scene here. Uh, the... I'll do the drive-in scene with Cookie. That was my That was my top. Is it? Okay. Really? That's your favorite over the regatta? Yes. And I'll tell... I got plenty of reason why. Go ahead. Well, we can lump together if you want, but... We can just lump our two together since it's going to be our last yeah. moment. Um, so somehow hoops because Cookie is attracted to him for five seconds and <laughs> ask him to go on a date. And she's he's worried that Teddy's going to kill him if he finds out. And this is like a one of those old school like dirt drive ins. Yes. One of those ones that's like actually kind of hidden. Uh huh. So it's it's right up my alley. And they get there and she asks him to go get some snacks and some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was, was going to talk about. I love the big ass bag of popcorn. He gets to separate them and she killed it. Ate she, every single piece. Right. I have seen she was a bag hungry, of popcorn yeah. that size in real life one time. We have. I have a friend who got a bag of it leaving uh, the theater <laughs> after seeing spider-man it was some spider-man movie spider-man <laughs> i don't remember uh yeah because at the end of the the night all the popcorn left over they put in a big trash bag and tied yeah. it up and my friends were being stupid and they were like can we take this bag of popcorn and no one was around and no one like to answer that work there and they said yeah we're just gonna <laughs> take this and they took it and walked out with it i was like oh this my is God. this is by far the best scene in the movie <laughs> and it's funny because on the screen it's a made-up movie whatever they're yeah, watching it's a take it's off of a, a friday the 13th movie it is but that's my girlfriend didn't you yeah the point is a guy shows up a very jock looking dude shows up and yeah he starts <laughs> saying like you touched my girlfriend and he's gonna kill this dude for going out with his girlfriend which mm-hmm. is exactly what hoops is doing right now yeah it was it was it's such a good scene this is this moment where Ty uh, gets more screen time. He calls Teddy and tells Teddy that he's uh, cookies over here with McCann. Uh-huh. And do we also see Godzilla at this point? Or is Godzilla happening at the same time this is happening? Uh, right around the same time. All this stuff's coming together. Mm-hmm. You have like George. It's He's also at the drive-in for no reason. <laughs> he's just oh, there. This is also the part because Cookie ends up leaving... Um, the drive-in and the Boy Scouts chase her and this chase is, her down. <laughs> this is where Hoops gets wrapped up like a mummy. Yeah, the because Ty calls Teddy, tells him that Hoops is there with Cookie, and they freak out and they go to leave. And Akak and the Boy Scouts are mm-hmm. out doing training. Akak's dad. Yeah, I should. Yeah, his dad, and they're doing training. And like medical training, what to do in the woods if someone gets hurt. <laughs> and they wrap up hoops and all this bandage and they see and they're like, now let's wrap her up. And she screams and takes Get off. her. <laughs> she has to run up that hill. Yeah. And she's wearing the tightest purple like leather outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, this is just a fun scene. Yeah. I love the drive in. It is. It's and a we good revisit scene. the drive-in too, because this is where uh, Hoops gets Cassandra back by making that that animation. That's right. Where they put yeah. onto the screen, mm-hmm. and people are just chucking stuff at him <laughs> for yeah. showing it. Oh, because he shows it on a little projector, mm-hmm. like in the corner with George. And George is just eating everything that's thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. He's something else, man. <laughs> he, he was a really good character. George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. He was a good 
good character, good side <laughs> side uh, sidekick. Do you have any other? That was it. I guess my honorable mentions would be just little moments. They're not necessarily scenes, but I think of like the scene where they're repairing the boat for the regatta. Mm-hmm. That's a good scene. You see Egg, one of the stork twins, take gum out of his mouth and stick it to the boat. And the other <laughs> stork the twin hammer. looks at him like, what did you just come do? Come on, dude. <laughs> he gave him the come on, dude. And he starts hammering the gum and like, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> they get this itty bitty bottle of tequila that you think's in a, like an actual f- like 40 ounce. Yeah. <laughs> And they bust it right through the boat. Yeah, they go to christen the boat and they smash the it. Boat. <laughs> the other honorable mention I had was the uncle. We never mentioned Crazy Uncle. Oh my gosh, <laughs> who's actually the director, Savage Steve Holland, yeah. who has been trying to win this phone contest. It's like a million dollar year. giveaway or something. Yeah, and he's to the point now where he's lost his touch for with all reality. He's just in a room with a corded phone and nothing else and and a desk that he sits at. Georgie. And at the end of the the movie, he gets to be the ninth caller and he answers the question correctly. And they're like, you won. And he gets so excited. But he pulls the the cord out, the phone cord out of the wall. And he's that's it. That's the final straw. And his radio. Oh, he I guess he has the radio in the room, too, Mm because the radio's like, oh, I guess we lost our caller. We'll just go to the next person. And she's like, oh, my God, I won. And (laughs) then the guy's like, oh, just one second. I have I have a missile flying right at me. It's. Is that a rocket? <laughs> and the, the uncle gets so mad because he lo- he won the money, but didn't get to stay on long enough to give his info. So he shoots a missile at yes. the radio station. <laughs> and this is a really good scene in the movie, too, because this is where the Stork Twins show up and really good song plays. Yeah. This what? is Honeymoon Suite. Okay. If I could That's right. Wings. Which, if anybody's ever heard that song, it's really good. That is a good song. It's definitely on Spotify. But those are my honorable mentions. Just little moments. I really like the opening graduation. I love where they're throwing up the (laughs) caps and one of the kids gets stabbed in the back with it and he just dies hugging hoops. (laughs) Well, his mom washed his gown and stuff before he went, so it shrunk on him. (laughs) Yeah, it's like 40 sizes too small. Yeah. Any of those animation sequences are fun. Yeah. Like he's showing Cassandra how he can make her and then uh, make an ape. Oh, yeah. How about a gorilla and me? A gorilla and me. (laughs) Yeah, this movie has really good moments. Yeah. Big fan. It's fun. It's over the top, funny, just. Ooh, over the top. Oh. Good soundtrack. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love that movie. Anyway, uh, that's all I had for scenes, I guess. Yeah, just easy to break down. This movie's very 80s. Uh, great music. It's an easy watch. It's yes. not too demanding. It's a good summer movie. Mm-hmm. I tell anybody they should watch this for the summer. Yeah. Are you ready for the summer? Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to cover that, too. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> Meatballs? Oh, I'm a... Oh, 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 no, 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 okay. not South Park. <laughs> All right. Mimsy. Oh, no. Do you want some <laughs> trivia? <laughs> sure. All right. So we already said Savage Steve Holland was the director of this mm-hmm. movie. And he does the animation. He actually does the drawings like in this and in, Better, in the Better Off Dead. Uh, it's Yeah, it says he did the animation for the film. That's cool. That's really awesome. So he was upset when he found out that film critics, which first of all, film critics. Right. But he was upset when he found out that film critics Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert and Roger. Yeah. Ebert roasted his earlier film Better Off Dead, that they were not happy with it. The two animated. So we talked about the animation. The two animated bunnies that get blown up at the end of the movie bear a strong resemblance to the movie they critics. Do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. That was him blowing them up at the end because they crapped all over Better Off Dead. Yeah, but they weren't always right. Like they had their they had their terms and they also had people they bowed to. So let's yeah. I, I you can't take them for their word. How can you like Halloween but hate Friday the thirteenth? I don't I don't know. You can like you That's can like, like Coke and play. Pepsi. Right. You can like child's play but you hate like movies like Hellraiser and stuff like that. Like they are, they're notorious for dumping on horror movies. Yeah. 
whatevs. Well, Savage didn't have like good uh, relationships with people on set either, including John Cusack. John Cusack. Oh, that sucks. After working on Better Off Dead with him? Yeah. According to Holland, he said that him and John Cusack did not get along during filming. Cusack was disappointed with their previous collaboration of Better Off Dead, and he was angry with Holland. According to Holland, Cusack finally lightened up after the film received good reviews, but Cusack never spoke to him again after this movie. That's sad because, I mean, really, (laughs) this helped put john cusack out there he took a chance on john cusack you know what i mean yeah because no and one else worked, was doing that i like feel like he did well in savage's films yes he i think john cusack has taken himself really serious as an actor in certain roles mm-hmm. like you like he picks and chooses what he does yeah but i think he was really good as like the kid growing up he was the every kid yeah. That's why people have such like really strong ties to him. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I really That really disappoints me, honestly. Yeah, it sucks. Well, he, he's a Cubbies fan, too. Love that about him. I'll try to talk about nicer things. <laughs> so when George picks up the two girls at the dance. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, there's a strawberry blonde on the right. That is Savage Steve Holland's sister. Nice. And their child, her childhood nickname was Squid, and it's the basis for the little girl in the film. Her name is, is Squid. Her name is Squid. That's cool. That's really cool. This is Jeremy Piven's first theatrical feature. I was going to guess that because he's really good friends with John Cusack. I think John Cusack helped get him in the movies. Yeah, they're they were former roommates. Mm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Joel Murray stated in an AV Club interview that he did not think he would be best cast as George Calamari because Jeremy Piven was auditioning for the same role and was best friends with John Cusack. So he, oh, he thought he was going that Jeremy Piven would get preferential yeah. treatment. Yes, so he was surprised to find out that he got the role, and instead they give Piven the role of Ty. Well, you can't forget he's also Bill Murray's brother. Yeah, I guess. I mean, depending on Ghostbusters, so well, depending on how Holland felt about the Murrays, doesn't say much. I don't think anybody had their thoughts on that yet. I guess I don't know. All right, the Nantucket Drive-In because you love a good Mm drive-in. It was actually the Hyannis Drive-In. I think is how you pronounce it, which is now the Festival Mall. Festival Mall. Yeah. During filming on Cape Cod, the actor's hotel was across the street from the drive-in. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's called the Festival Mall now. Boo. So I don't know what they've done to Boo. it. I don't know. All right. So Akak, if you want to know why his name is Akak, what does that mean? Does it have anything to do with music? No. I mean, think, think literally. His dad is this Cub Scout military dude. Uh, Akak is a military nickname for anti-aircraft artillery, and the ACK is actually the airport code for Nantucket Airport. Wow, okay. Because it's spelled A-C-K-A-C-K. Yeah. So Akak is a military term. Okay. That's awful. I know, random. (laughs) It's awful. And the character named Hoops McCann, mm-hmm. Hoops McCann, was taken from a character in the 1980s Steely Dan song, Glamour Profession. Okay. I'm not really a big Steely Dan person yeah, for same. anybody out there. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not either. Okay. So the film is sometimes described as Better Off Dead Goes to the Beach. I like that. Which it does share the same star and in the same director. And it's also about an aspiring cartoonist. Yes, I guess. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I can't doubt that. But Laura Waterbury, who was the French exchange student in Better Off Dead. Mm -hmm. um, Sorry, the French exchange student's mom, uh, host mom Mm -hmm. in Better Off Dead. Also has a cameo in here as the school crossing guard. That's, yeah, the the voice. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I guess it could be the same. And Curtis Armstrong is also in both movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Which we oh, I guess we didn't point. Yeah, I guess I kind of forgot that part. No, I did say in the beginning that he yeah, was you better did. off dead. You did. He's trying to get drugs. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the boats. 
because it's all about the regatta in this. Okay. The boat used by the main characters was actually played by two different boats. Played oh, by, that's funny. Got out the stunt boat. Both were wooden-hulled, 24-feet Crosby stripper bass power boat. Stripper, striper. Stripper. Let's go one with striper because... It's one P. That's strip... We'll go, I want to say striper. <laughs> I feel really stupid. Because striper is a really good uh, metal Christian band. But they had one for the wa- <laughs> oh my god they had one for the washed up scene and then the other for the regatta scene obviously okay. they didn't actually like make up a boat but the one for when it's all washed up they called it hobo <laughs> oh wow and hobo was in really bad shape when they got it and the movie production crew made it look worse on top of that and it really? was yeah they broke it up and then oh mm-hmm. But after the boat was used in the regatta scene, it was sold and it swapped hands a couple of times. Like people actually (laughs) bought the hobo, I guess. And it was finally bought by an owner in Falmouth, Massachusetts. The owner, the new owner had intent to restore it, but the boat had been modified so significantly by the movie crew that the keel was cut off, an outboard engine was added, etc., the movie crew basically butchered the boat. And yeah. at this point, that boat is almost 50 years old and like really yeah, badly deteriorated. You're better off just like letting it, let it die a peaceful death. Yeah. He decided it wasn't worth saving and ended up cutting it up in 1993. And sadly, neither of those boats exist today. That is sad. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> um, let's see what else I can cover. I really want to know how a lot of these people got cast in this movie because mm-hmm. Demi Moore, like I can't really think of anything she was in up to 1986. If you want the truth. Um, she was shooting or I don't know. It says this was shot in the summer of 85 and then Demi Moore had a movie called about last night that came out <gasps> one Rob month Lowe. after this. With Rob Lowe. Yeah. Okay. That also came out in 86. So she was starting to like work on a couple of things at the same time. Because St. Elmo's Fire, I think, is right after this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe right before this. I can't remember. Okay. So here's more better off dead um, parallels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the teddy bear that George's grandmother gives the sister is the same teddy bear that Lane Meyer has a gift for Beth and better off dead. Yep. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. It's the same one. <laughs> <laughs> only difference is he wasn't suicidal that yes that's true oh uh, you mean john cusack or yeah 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 he was i mean he was like i think uh lost didn't know what to do now that school was over like he wanted to go to college but mm-hmm. forgot to turn in his paperwork <laughs> anyway the little girl that plays squid uh-huh even though she's in a lot of scenes, like you can picture her in several scenes their movie, yeah. she only speaks two words in the whole movie. Bosco. That's the only word. She says Bosco twice. Yeah. She says Bosco when he gets hit, and then Bosco in the end when he is... Oh, with the puppies? Yeah. When you find out Bosco was a, a, a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's really it. The rest are kind of like, whatever. Little okay. little bits of information that whatever never really... the computer on Hoop's desk in the beginning is, um, it's an Atari eight hundred. If you want to know that, that's <laughs> Which cool. Is a super old. <laughs> Realistically, like I don't think any of the actors in this have ever really talked about the movie to, to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. and I would like a, I would love to just pick someone's mind about it because this movie had to have been fun to shoot. Bobcat Goldthwait oh, yeah. seems like somebody that would really have a... He'd have a lot of good info about this movie. Well, it does sound... I saw where he did some interviews and stuff that I wanted to check out, but I didn't mm-hmm. watch before this. But, yeah, I I feel like... I don't know how tense it would have been on set between John Cusack and Savage, though. <sighs> that wouldn't it have was, been fun. If it was, like, outright, like, to where everybody's seeing it, that would suck. Yeah. That's not good for your... Right, if it filming. was just that's what I'm saying. You said it would have been fun on set, but how? I mean, how for fun? the other ones? I guess it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be just about John Cusack and Savage Steve Holland. Oh yeah, this whole movie is super fun. I liked it. Yeah. I 
I love watching this movie in the summertime, but I think that I'll stop there because now we can get into the rating. Me and you movie. bonded over so many movies that we didn't know the other one had seen. Like, <laughs> how, like, I remember us watching it and, or even talking about it. And we were like, you've seen that movie? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah I grew up with this movie. <laughs> I know. And I had forgotten, apparently. I thought my mom showed it to you or something. Yeah, no way. Okay. Like I said, my sisters love John Cusack. <laughs> Don't we all? I like him. I think he's great. All right. Let's rate this thing, shall we? I've been waiting to rate. <laughs> we we had our first diamond rating. With Grease. With Grease. That was two And then we had our ago, first total dump rating right after it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> let's find a happy middle with this uh, one, shall I'm we? I'm hoping. So let's talk about rewatch. I like rewatching this movie. Uh, um, I'm not I don't even necessarily have to watch it in the summer. Kind of, I mean, sort of, kind of. It is like a spring-summer movie for me. That's my picture. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to give it a four because there are times where I'm like, nah, it's not the right time. <laughs> okay. This is such a fun movie to show people, too. I gotta, I'll gotta. i give it a four, too. Okay, yeah. It, just, it has to be warmer months. I'm not going to watch it in the dead of winter. That's not... It's just not appealing Unless at the time. Unless you're like doing like, you know, like Christmas in July. Sure. Something like that. Anyway. So, yeah. I got, so, four for both of us. Yeah. We'll go with its legacy. It's more of a cult movie. Yeah, it is. Really. This is one of those movies where John Cusack just won't talk about it. Well, and just... Uh, it's too much like Better Off Dead, which I don't know what I gave that. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm going to... I actually like this movie better than Better Off Dead. I think so, too. But I'm still going to wager, I guess, and say I'm going to give it the same rating here. And I'm only going to give it like a two. And that's being generous. I think I'm going to give it a two. Like, I really almost said one and a half. No, I I think that's fair because I, I was worried about giving it a three. I thought a three was too strong. There's but just not a much. A two, two and a half seems about right. There's not much that this movie influenced. Uh, no. S- Savage Steve Holland is like a one of a kind director. No one's really done that since him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the animation mixed with real life isn't new and it's been no. done since then, but not in that way. <laughs> not in the same way, I guess. Another thing about this movie is this is one of the movies I couldn't wait to come out on Blu ray. Like, I pre-ordered this as soon as it was announced. I didn't know the freaking thing was going to sell out. Oh. Like, I went on Amazon where uh, you could pre-order it because it was the first place to guarantee the Mm pre-order. And I ordered it, then went back to see about getting it for someone else, and they had no more. (laughs) Huh. It was, like, in, I think, like, a 10-day span. Yeah. But I feel like even though it doesn't have much of a legacy, if you were to show somebody this movie who hadn't seen it before, they would they know probably it. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or they know it and just don't remember it. But, yeah, it just, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one, Meg. Two's a good good rating. Well. All right. Now, this is the one I think we get more excited for to finish. This is the look and feel. Yeah. The atmosphere. Music, 10 out of 10. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the small island look, like Jaws, movies like that. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough of that. That's like my livelihood. <laughs> I saw this when I was 10. younger. I feel like just a lot of just the way things look stuck with me. The boat, for some reason, the the red, yellow, and the blue. awkwardness, the friendships, uh-huh. the, the summer love. Uh-huh. Like Godzilla, monsters, scary movies, drive-ins. This is uh-huh. this is everything I've I love. Yeah, the the dress and the music and yeah, it. I'm gonna. His freaking name's Hoops. Yeah, the name's, I grew up a basketball kid from a basketball family. The music's really good in it. I think I'm gonna just give it a five. I'm I'll giving it. it a five. I'll give it a five. We gave it the exact same rating across the board. I know. So what's your overall then? I want to say four, because if I I, average that out, I'm going to give it a four. I I was thinking three and a half, but I think four is fair. Three and a half might be accurate, but I think I can only give it a four. 
I think I'm also giving it, I was going to give it a four, two. That's why I wanted to, to guess, because even though I did give it a two and a three, <coughs> excuse me, I mean, I'm not going to average it out. I, my overall is I still think this movie is worth watching. Like I said, even though it didn't get much of a legacy or a following, if you were to just show someone this for the first time, I feel like it's a fun movie. And with it being an older movie, I, besides the Asian character, I don't think there's much. <laughs> Lovely party. Yeah. I there, could say that all day. There's not a lot in here that you can say, ooh, that's not good. Like, if someone wanted to remake this movie today, they could. I don't see any Easily. reason why not. Easily. There's nothing in the movie that is super offensive, except the one character's one line. You could remake this movie easier than you could remake Valley Girl. I'll say that. Yeah. Valley Girl yeah. has a lot of problematic uh, tendencies to it. Yeah. I think we talked about that off of off of air before. Yeah. This movie, though, it would be so easy. It's just a summer romance with a lot of goofy parts. It would not be hard to remake this. Uh-huh. And with the... It's been kind of crazy. Every five years, there's this new wave of people discovering the 80s. And this nostalgia for the 80s just keeps coming back with, like, these big spikes. This is a movie you could show and people would be hyped for. Mm-hmm. This would be fun to see at the drive. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm suggesting it now as yeah. we speak. <laughs> it features a freaking drive in. Come on, let's get there. Yeah. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Mm hmm. So this was a fun one. I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. Next week. Um, I don't know. This going to be I think we're going to be surprised. I think we're going to surprise everybody. Including ourselves. We, <laughs> we may be switching up next week. I don't know. I don't want to say too much and then like lie to you. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what we're doing next week. Yeah. Hey, there goes Elvis. Yo, Kang. Uh, stick around. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you. <laughs>